Hi guys, welcome to the very second episode of the Just Sparkle podcast. I am super excited to welcome you to this week's podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for the amazing feedback I got from the last podcast. It really gave me a lot of strength to continue and to, you know, move forward with this vision that God has given. So thank you so much. Um, but let's get right into today's episode. If you know me, you know that I am somebody who hates to see people suffer, hates to see people oppressed, hates to see people having to live at the beck and call of somebody else. And I think like we all have something that we hate to see. We all have something that really breaks our hearts. We all have something that makes us angry for some people. Um, they, they hate to see um, people begging for some people. They hate to see um, people, you know, in pain, suffering for some people. They hate to see, you know, children, you know, without a family. I don't know what it is for you, but for me personally, I hate to see when wicked people, when evil reigns, when um, when people feel helpless. It's like, I want to do something, but I feel powerless. I hate that feeling. And I think that is pretty much a universal thing that we all hate. You guys already know what has been happening around the world, what's been happening, especially in Nigeria with the NSAS movement and how the youth have been courageous to say, you know what, we are tired of, you know, keeping quiet, being oppressed, having to just endure life and to just, you know, survive day to day. And now we want to actually thrive we want to actually you know do something with our lives before we die we don't just want to be a statistic we don't just want to be you know mouth to mouth it's you know like you cannot tell somebody who doesn't have food to eat to have a vision you cannot tell somebody who um doesn't know where to sleep you know, to sit down and think about their lives or think about their future. And I think that that is one of the luxuries that we have today um, that we take for granted. We take for granted the fact that we have the ability to sit down and ask ourselves, what is my purpose? What has God called me to do? What is it that he wants to do through my life? And for me, as I see this protest going on and as I see people being killed for no reason at all, it makes me appreciate how, how precious life actually is. It's like life is so, so, so precious and you don't realize it until, you know, you see people's lives just being taken away just like that. And so in this episode, I just wanted to come and shake up some tables and make us realize that there is a reason why God allowed us to be on this planet and there is a vision that God has for your life there's a vision that God has there's a change that God wants to do on the earth that can only be birthed through you so now the question is finding that vision and serving that vision 
because you cannot tell me that God is not concerned about the things going on in this world. You cannot tell me that God is just a God sitting there and has no interest or consent about the world that he says he loves. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That is why God sent Jesus is because he loved the world. So God loves the world. He loves the people they are shooting. He loves the people who are dying. He loves the people that look helpless and hopeless. And I wanted to come on here to remind us that God loves these people. They are our brothers and sisters and we must love them too. The same way God loved the church. The same way God loved us is the way we ought to love the world. God wants us to love the world for him. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because if we do not begin to see our lives as a gift and begin to, you know, find out what is it that God wants to do through our lives and start to actively walk in that purpose, then God cannot save this broken world. What do I mean by that? God saves the world through human beings. God is not going to leave his throne and come down in his power and his might to save people. In order to reach people, you need to look like them, talk like them, you know, behave like them for them to be able to accept you. Why didn't God come to save the world by leaving his throne and coming down, but he rather decided to bring Jesus into the world. And he didn't even throw Jesus from the skies into the world. He let Jesus come like a man. Because if Jesus didn't come like a man, we will not be able to relate with Jesus. We cannot speak to something we cannot relate to. And that is the same that is the same way for us. God wants to change the world through you. He wants to, 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 to save the oppressed through you. That's why Jesus says we should go into the world and make disciples. The same way he came to save us. The same way he came to help us repent. Repent means changing your way of thinking. The same way he came to help us change our way of thinking without forcing us, without being oppressive. is the same way we ought to go into the world and make disciples who repent. Meaning who change their way of thinking and begin to think like Christ. Because if people were thinking like Christ, truly and really, there's no way you can shoot another human being. There is no way you can just treat human beings like chickens, goats, and cows. In fact, in Europe, people don't treat their animals the way people are being treated now in certain parts of Africa. As you can tell, I am... I don't know. But yeah, let's go into this scripture. It says that it is from um, Matthew 29, verse 8, I think. And it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. 
Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. It was then that he said to his workers, guys, that the harvest is plentiful, meaning they're helpless and oppressed and harassed and they are plentiful. But the problem is with the workers. What does that mean to you? Because for me, it means that God wants to do a work through me. Am I willing to be a worker? God has called all of us. But we choose whether we want to be chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. So he has called all of us. But you decide whether you want to be chosen by him to do what he's called you to do. To live out the vision that he's called you to live out. I've said this before and I'll say it again. That there is no vision that God will give you that only serves your interests, your personal interests. Every vision that God gives is to help people, is to take people out of harassment, is to help people live better lives, is to give people a sense of dignity, to show people that they are loved. What vision has God given you, my friend? How seriously do you take the gift of life that God has given you? All the privileges that we enjoy, how seriously do we take that? Because if we want to live our lives truly as a living sacrifice, then every day we need to be asking ourselves the question, what am I doing today that is taking me closer to the vision that God has given me? Because the vision that God has given you, it may be in technology, it may be in education, it may be in media, entertainment. But at the end of the day, all these places that God sends us to is for us to make disciples through our actions, through our words, through our conduct. Guys, we cannot continue to let bad people rule, bad people be in places of authority, bad people dictating systems. We must rise. We must rise as children of God to influence the world so that people start to think like our master Jesus. Otherwise, people will continue to suffer because the harvest is plentiful. People are harassed. It means that he said like sheep without a shepherd, meaning there are plenty of people who haven't, people are looking for leaders without a shepherd so they're looking for lead they're looking for a shepherd they're looking for somebody to guide them to show them wherever god has called you god has called you to be a leader and a lot of people have different ways of seeing leadership so that's left onto you but for me leadership is service when i say to be a leader it doesn't mean what's me i see those people in in power in africa calling themselves leaders but actually have no idea what leadership is to me leadership is living a life of serving service serving your gift serving your life making your life a living sacrifice to what god has called you to me to me that's leadership so yeah guys this is what god laid on my heart to share with you and there's nothing wrong with being angry Jesus has been angry a lot of times in the Bible. It's all about how we channel that anger for change. And our Father is waiting on us 
to make that change. Our children are depending on us to be that difference. Look at all those people in history. Imagine if they did not do anything. They did not talk. They were not relentless. We wouldn't be here where we are today. So it's not only about prayer. Prayer is important, but it's also about action. Both of them go together. Jesus said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. So prayer is very important. But we can't also undermine the importance of action. Um, I'm sorry, but I have, I'm a bit angry. <laughs> As you can tell, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, this podcast is for people who want to make a difference, who want to make an impact. People who know that, you know, there is more for them. There's more God wants to use them to do in this world. So kindly share with a friend you know needs to see this, needs to hear this. Because this podcast is not for everybody. So yeah, guys, I'll catch you in my next podcast next week. Um, Take care, stay safe, and have an amazing rest of the week. God loves you. God wants to use you. And it's time for you to begin to unleash your inner sparkle. Stay safe, friends. Much love.